For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Stacey Hall, the author of Chi to Be, Achieving Your Ultimate Be-All, a number one Amazon bestseller and also the author of Attracting Perfect Customers, another Amazon bestseller. And what's most important to me right now is to be able to lift your spirits. And we do that every month by starting with our rally cheer, and it goes like this. I am energized. I, I am, am energized. energized. I am powerful. I, I am, I am powerful. powerful. I am keeping my eye on my be all goal. I And it's great. We've got folks here from Nevada, from Kansas, from Michigan, from Minnesota, from uh let's see, from uh from Texas and other parts as well. Now I am hearing that someone has a lot of background noise. Or they did. So that's great. Thank you so much to the person who muted their line because we have a lot to accomplish today, a lot of ways that I'd like to be of support to you. And I know that most of you were invited to join us today because somewhere, somehow, you have not been feeling like the law of attraction has been working for you. You deserve to have it work for you. And you want to know what you might be doing wrong that's not activating it for you. Hello, person calling in with a Kansas phone number. Great to have you here. So what I'd love to hear from a few of you, and it would take a brave soul to actually speak up into a teleconference, every answer is perfectly perfect. Before I start sharing with you the number two mistake that most people make when activating the law of attraction, which is why it doesn't work. And hello to Florida for calling in. Great to see you too or hear you in a moment. I would love to know what is your reason for being here. So I don't want to make an assumption that you're here to find out what you might be doing wrong. Maybe you're here for some other reason. Anybody want to be brave and sharing with me why you decided to take your time to listen to this call today? Phil in Las Vegas will jump in. All right, Phil. Great. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I miss you. Wonderful <laughs> to hear your voice, at least. I'll see you yes. soon. Yes. And why did you decide to jump in on the call? We, it's been a bit of time since you've been able to join us live. So yes. why are you here? Well, um, a couple of weeks ago, my professional career uh, took a bump in the road. Um, as you know, radio has been my life for 10 years. And um, the last 11 months, I was living the dream myself and two other partners purchased a local internet radio station. And as of March 31st, I had to close that station. Um, so I, I feel um, 
Well, a lot of emotions are going on, and I need to right the ship. I need to get rid of the negative energy of the things that are being said about the hows and whys of closing the station and people who are mad and upset over things that they can't control and just try to get my mind back on track and, and move forward in a, in a new direction. The very first thing I would say is you are courageous, not just to step into the circle first, but to actually be so authentic and why you're here. And so, Phil, it's a great honor, uh, as it always is, and I respect you greatly. And thank you for really getting to the core of why you're here. And I look forward to sharing with you the the second mistake that most people make. I'm not saying you've made it. Uh, just based on what you've told me, you're probably not the one who's making it. But if someone <laughs> in your life has been making it, yeah, they're going to lower the energy of your ability to move forward. And I keep saying the number two mistake because we already looked at um, the first one we were going to explore. These aren't necessarily in order of importance, just the ones that we're talking about over this 12-month period. And so if anybody wants to go back because you missed our first call, then uh, you can do that by going either onto iTunes and looking for our talk shoe uh, conversation, which is called Attraction Circle of Power Hour. Attraction Circle of Power Hour, or you can come back here to talkshoe.com, T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E.com, and put in call ID 129714, 129714. So, Phil, hang on. I'm probably going to ask you a couple of more questions, so hopefully you'll be able to stay with us for the whole hour. And I look forward to seeing if anything I'm about to share today about the mistakes that people often make played a part at all in the situation, because if it did, then it'll be easy to fix. How about that? Sounds like a plan to me. Okay, great. Wonderful. Anyone else want to share with us? Phil, open the door. Anything (laughs) is possible and available. What would you like to talk about today, or why are you here? Stacey, this is Brenda. Yes. And my intention for being on the call today is to um, continue to use the support that comes through on these monthly calls to break through any um, blocks that are in my life at the moment. And so I am excited to um, hear about this particular hack. All right, Brenda, thanks for being here. Thank you also for being courageous and for being aware that there might be something that's not been working for you and maybe what I'm going to explore today is it, is the source of that issue. So great. And anyone else want to share why you decided to call in today and what you want to hear? And before you answer, well, first off, the person who is doing something else, you're welcome to listen in, but would you please mute your line? Appreciate that. And if you're on a speakerphone, just know that we're going to get feedback too. So if you would use the mute button on your phone to um, mute, then you can hear everything we're going to say. Appreciate it. Keeps the recording clean so you can go back and listen to it later. And then um, the other reason for stating an intention, whether you want to state it out loud to me and everyone else, or you just want to state it for yourself, is if you know what you intend to have, that clarity will bring it to you. 
Otherwise, it's a little bit like the Yogi Berra joke, and Phil, you talk about sports, right? So you, that he, he didn't mean it to be a joke, but it, he very famous saying is, when you come to a fork in the road, take it. Correct. Right. That, okay. Which way? That's what it's like without setting an intention for anything you choose to do. So think about how you would want this call to move you closer to the achievement of your goals, and if you want to tell me what that is, I'm more likely to help you get it. This is Kathy. Yes, Kathy. My intention for being on the call today is to be an interdependent in all my relationships. Great. All right, to be interdependent as opposed to what? I mean, what's, what does codependent mean for as you? A co- as opposed to codependent. Okay, and so for you, the distinction between the two is what? Is knowing my boundaries and knowing um, where I am interdependent or as opposed to codependent. Okay, great. And what that looks like. Thank you. Thank you for giving us that clarity. So finding where your boundaries are. And that's an actual perfect segue into the hack, if you will, or the peek behind the scenes as to what might be going on that you're not even aware of when we start to activate the law of attraction. So where I want to begin is in the science of the law of attraction because too often, as I've shared previously, people believe that this law of attraction is some new age concept. All woo-woo fairy dust and you know all of that unicorns as opposed to a principle on which the universe actually got created it's an actual principle so if you believe in the law of gravity even though you can't actually see it you know what it does and how to operate you know that something that falls if we drop something it's going to fall to the ground that there are other forces at work on us that keep us attached to the earth, otherwise we would just fall off of it, then you could understand that the law of attraction also is one of the laws of the universe. It's the way units of energy attract or detract from each other. There have been numerous scientific studies done on how the brain works and how our brains and what we think bring to us what we desire or bring to us what we don't desire, even when we think we're asking for what we desire. So this is what we're going to talk about today is most people believe that their thoughts are focused on what they want. what most people believe. But if they actually listen to every thought that they processed all throughout the day, and I'm talking about just the conscious ones that we're aware of, let alone the deep subconscious mind, which we're not aware of, but just listening to those conscious thoughts, you're going to notice, and I say this about all of us, even myself, and I am very conscious to what I allow my brain to focus on and how quick I shift it if it lets something in that I choose not to think. But most of us will do this. 
And it is, we'll think about what we actually don't want, believing that that then has us want or think about what we do want. There has to be a very conscious process. So Kathy, speaking about she intends to attract interdependent relationships, very conscious, I asked her what that would look like or as opposed to what she spent a brief moment saying what she didn't want and shifted herself right back to what she does want, which is to know where her boundaries are. That's how quick we are all meant to stay focused on what we want. If people love to get caught up in the drama and the trauma, the drama and the trauma sharing of what has not gone well in the past. And they believe that speaking about that in great detail is what's going to help them attract what they want now. No. The energy of those negative thoughts, of the remembrance in our body cells of those situations that did not go well for us, the more we spend time hanging out there, that's what we're going to keep recreating. It's energy. So we're going to continue to hang out in that energy versus, okay, had this experience, now I want to envision and create as a possibility a different type of experience. So Phil, you came to the call and told us you've recently had an experience that did not really go the way you wanted it to go, correct? Correct. Okay. I'm going to support you, if you'd like, in creating your next experience. That will be what you want it to be. Are you willing to hang with me for here? Absolutely. Okay. And I'm going to ask if there would be anybody willing to take notes For Phil, are you in a position to be able to take notes? And I can connect the two of you, if I know who you are, via Facebook private message so Phil can get the notes later so he can just stay focused on envisioning and creating and masterminding in his own mind what he wants. Would anyone be willing to help him there? This is Brenda. I will. Okay, Brenda, I appreciate that very much. And I know how to reach you on Facebook. So... And I know how to reach Phil, so I'm going to connect the two of you. You guys might already be friends. All right. Phil, you ready? Yep, I'm ready. All right. What was one thing, and Brenda, please don't write anything that was the way it was. You're only going to write for Phil what he sees for the future. Are you clear about that? Only what he sees for the future. Got it. Only what he sees for the future. For everyone else on the call, You can follow along with what I ask Phil and do it for yourself. Phil's generosity of heart in letting me work with him, support him, makes it possible for me to do this for all of you at the same time. And you may just have to write your own notes here. All right, Phil, what was something that happened that you choose not to recreate in the future? Um, generally, I'll just say bad business decisions. Okay. 
Can you remember a bad business decision or something you thought was a bad business decision? I can. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, you may not want to share it publicly. I get that. Uh, no, no, that, that's okay. Um, in order for the station to survive, um, I was attempting to do some financial funding with some institutions, and some of the ones that did approve us, we took advantage of, though was not the best loan situation we could have had. It was more out of desperation that we accepted the opportunities that were there, and they were not the best situations, but we had to do them. Okay, great. Now, I'm going to bring in the second hack right here. I thought I was going to do it later, but this is great. Would you say that you played, explored, and have now discovered something you didn't know before? Yes. Okay. See, when playing with the law of attraction, we do the best we can. We do the best we can. If we wait for perfection, we'll never get into action. So does this make sense? You got into action. At the time, we got into action, correct. And yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a fair point. Okay. Please notice it was not a bad decision. Bad indicates you did something badly. Not true. But this is where most people fail. When they start saying they made bad decisions because they didn't result the way they wanted them to result, they make themselves bad, they keep them in low vibration, they can never then ever start attracting true success. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. So the second hack is we never make bad decisions. We're always playing, exploring, discovering, experimenting with what works and might not work. We're not trying because trying indicates automatically failure. My favorite line about trying is looking good while failing. We learned Mm -hmm. to try as kids, knowing full well we weren't going to do it, neither did our parents or our teachers. They just wanted us to attempt. So as a result, when we say we're trying, We're lowering our energy. So I applaud you, Phil, for being willing to play, explore, and experiment with what funding like that would look like. And as a result, having a discovery. So now you've discovered something. If you were ever to do another station, and then that's the next thing I want to ask you, do you intend to have another station? Um, on my own, I can honestly say I'm not sure. Um, I do not want to, uh, stop being on the radio. I have some other possibilities I'm exploring to get back on the radio, but not sure if I'm ever going to own again. Okay, great. Now, that's not what we're going to create then. We're not going to sit here and help you create getting back into ownership of a station because that's not what you see as your next step. But you might, in certain circumstances in the future, want to attract funding for various ventures. What did you discover that you would do differently next time? 
out of your experience with getting funding? Number one, not use those same sources and type of funding. Right, well, see, that's a not. I'm asking you, what would you do? Well, what would I do? Yeah. Um, explore more conventional methods of financing and, and uh, yeah, explore more conventional methods of financing. Okay, great. So, Brenda, that's something you would write down. So as Phil's envisioning his future where he might choose to explore funding for a project, all that there is is for you, Phil, to stay focused on the thought of, in the future, if funding's required, I will explore the most perfect conventional forms. And that's it. And leave the rest of it behind. That was what you learned. Now the law of attraction can bring that to you when you're ready. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay, because you actually did exactly what most people do. What will I do in the future? I won't do that. Now you've just put your focus back on what you don't want. Right. All right, hang on. I want to see how this is working for everyone else who's called in. So is anyone getting an aha moment yet? Do you have a question for me? Do you have a question for Phil? This is your call too. I'd love to hear from you. Anybody getting anything opening up for you? This is Cheryl, and I am just loving this that it because it so lifts my energy just hearing the way that we look at what is working and what we would choose differently in the future. And I have a particular instance that I'm going to be looking at it and, and talking with my husband and seeing if he would choose anything different in the future to get clearer and lighter energy around it. Wow. Great. I'm glad to hear that you're getting a lift. That, that's marvelous because that lift is what lifts us up into the zone that yes. we want to be in. As I've said many times, people think they're either in the zone or out of the zone when it comes to attraction. We're always in the zone. We can't get out of the zone. We can't get out of gravity. It's just, do you want to be in the low vibrations of the zone where you keep getting what you don't want, or do you want to be in the higher vibrations where it's easy to attract lighter, more success, more positive, more joyful, more happy energy? That's the question. So thanks, Cheryl, for contributing. Anyone else? If, especially if your energy is going down, I'd love to know so that I can help lift you up. All right, so you're all good. I'm going to go ahead and keep going with Phil then. So, Phil, what else did you discover out of this experience that you experimented, played, and explored? Um, relationships with people are not always what they seem. Okay. Going forward, in any relationship that you would choose to attract to you, what are some qualities that you now know are absolutely have to be present in these people. So what's one quality you absolutely must have in, with everybody you choose to be in relationship with? Loyalty, the first one. Okay, loyalty to whom or what? Loyalty to, to what they do, number one, and then number two, to me. Okay, and is what they do something that you want to have a say in? In other words, do you care what they're loyal to? No. 
So they could be dishonest and and um, doing illegal activities, but as long as they're loyal to those, that would work for you. All right. So, uh, no, not not to that extent, of course. But when I say loyal, uh, what I'm talking about is when it involves me as be- being a friend, being someone who's supportive. I guess uh, within my circles, I expect the same in return in what I give somebody. Okay, and how would you know they were being loyal to you? What actions would they take that would prove to you they're loyal? Um, I, I guess up, up front, my first thought is, is is telling me the truth, being honest with me um, in whatever they're feeling, whatever they're talking about, whatever whatever I could do to help them get ahead in what it is that they're doing, that they want my support. But being honest with me, is probably the most important part of the way I would define loyalty. Beautiful. Fantastic. Okay, great. Brenda, got all that? Yes, I do. Okay, good. All right, Phil, what else did you discover as a result of your exploration through this past project that has now come to completion? Um. <laughs> Number one, I wish I wasn't as, well, again, I shouldn't say I wish I wasn't. I am a a cancer. I wear my emotions on my sleeve, and I want to do better in being able to um, control my emotions in situations where they could be mistaken. Okay. So I'm going to play a little bit here, all right, with you. Mm -hmm. Because it would be easy for me to say to you, okay, Phil, how would you want to control your emotions? What if, what if you've been given those emotions for a reason? They are you. What if instead you attracted people to you that appreciate that? To an extent with what my previous experience was, I believed wholeheartedly that that was what I had attracted only to then be fooled at the end. Okay, but again, that goes back to somebody who was dishonest with you, correct? Mm, yes, and yes. Yes. So keeping your focus on what you really want, it would be people who are honest, trustworthy, loyal, and perhaps appreciate the fact that you wear your emotions on your sleeve. What if, what if that was possible? Um, yeah, I mean, that, that would work. Okay. What's the resistance? Yeah, I, I just don't want, I, I guess there's a part of it that I'm, um, I'm concerned about being pigeonholed with only this, a certain type of person rather than being able to experience all kinds of people. Okay. And how would you changing your behavior give you the opportunity to experience all kinds of behavior when you've... In other words, there's a piece there. What what more do you want people to be? Do you want them to be tolerant? Do you want them to tell you that you're too controlling? What do you want? Well, there's there's a, a a saying that you know you separate personal from business, and I, for me, the biggest thing that that I would want to be able to do moving forward is to separate business from personal. I can, in the business world, I tend to get too close to people personally 
and and that will at times tend to um, come back later and not give me the desired effect uh, that I was hoping. Bill, that was experimentation with what you expected to receive. You've just demonstrated it. You've heard the statement, you can't do business with friends. I have spent a 20-year career helping people get rid of that myth. It was born out of the concept of guerrilla marketing. Guerrilla as in not the animal, but as in Mm -hmm. warfare. Right. That it's war. Business is war. You can't let them see you sweat. You can't be truthful and honest. And you have to be controlling. And as a guy, I would say that that has been sold to you even more so than it has to us as women. However, I do lots of business with men. I'm involved in many, many teams with men. Just got off a conference call. I was, there were three men and two women. I can honestly tell you every one of those men I'm friendly with because they're honest and straightforward and they're extremely successful in their businesses as a result. They are not one way in business and another way outside. You've just told us that you want people to be honest and straightforward with you in business. But you also have a belief that you can't be the same in your personal life as you can be in business, that automatically people who believe that and act on that automatically are two-faced. Do you see that? I do. That's the logical progression. You can't have it both ways. And that's where the law of attraction says clarity. What do you want? If you want people to check their spirits at the at the door and come into business, you're not going to get all of them. And as a result of not getting all of them, you're not going to get full loyalty and honesty and trustworthiness because they don't have it to give to you. Or you can stand and say, this is who I am. This is what I deserve. This is what I've discovered from doing things in a particular way in the past. Here's how I want it to go in the future without one foot in in one world and one foot in the other where nothing can come to you. That's called limbo, and it hurts. What are you getting from what I'm sharing? That it's okay to be me on both sides of the fence. Yeah. It's not only okay, it's how it works in science. Okay? A molecule can't be half this and half that unless it's trying to attract another molecule that's half this and half that. A thought, a thought, right, is energy. Mm -hmm. It's measurable. You give thought to what we want, that's one vibration. Give thought to what you don't want, that's another vibration. They don't live in the same world. It's the same as even if we had time travel, If I'm in San Diego and I want to be in New York at the exact same time, not all of me is going to make it in both places. I'll only have part of me in San Diego and part of me in New York. Does that make sense, Phil? 
Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so I encourage you to take a moment and check in with everyone else. Think about what you really want to have in all of your relationships. So I'm curious, phone lines back open to everybody. What are you getting from what I'm sharing today? You want to have a light bulb go off. Yeah, a lot of folks on this call are being awfully quiet, and I'm not sure whether this call is working for you or not, but you're still here. So I'd love to hear from you. What did you just get from what I shared with Phil? This is Cheryl, and I just want to thank Phil for being so real and authentic on the call today. And um, and what I'm getting from this, Stacey, is that it is truly about being our real selves no matter where we are. It's about being authentic no matter what. Yeah. And that the way I've been programmed, that doesn't feel right to me in some instances. Um, so it's just it's a very... It's a very awesome and gentle and loving reminder to be here and to hear Phil reveal himself to us and um, and know that that is really what is best because we're always attracting. No matter what, we're always attracting. Always attracting. So, yeah. Love it. Keep going, Cheryl. I was just going to just say, just express my gratitude from the bottom of my heart because that's just, it's really awesome. I'm in, thoroughly enjoying this phone call. See, Phil, you were absolutely 100% us, and look at how attractive you've become. <laughs> Thank uh, you and you're much, both Nick. married. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's only fair that if you're going to be that authentic, I'm going to tell one on myself. And, Phil, you've known me for a long time, and so you'll know what I'm about to say is absolutely the truth. Okay. Uh, I have been told all my life, well, not all my life, because half my life I didn't open my mouth at all to say boo or, or I'm sorry because God forbid somebody should look at me the wrong way and I would think that I was the cause of it. But as I started to get out into business, I found my feet and I found my voice and I found my opinions. And not everybody liked that. And a lot of people have let me know through the years that they find me tough at times. They find me, um, what's the word, Not um, that's scary to be around because I, I will express my opinion. Uh, they will always tell me I'm consistent, and they'll always tell me I'm kind, but my energy is forceful and powerful, and they don't feel like they can speak up around me. And I have attempted over the years to change myself with disastrous attempts because what happened is I would not share what was perfect for me. I would do that thing where they say you've got to let other people participate and not always be the one who puts forth your opinion. And Okay. And I watched those very people when I no longer was in their way, wasn't being forceful, still make excuses for why they were not speaking up, not being truthful, not doing what they said they would do. And I was further behind in achieving my goals as a result. And if you can relate to what I just said, just go, "Uh uh-huh. If anybody's out there, you can just go, "Uh uh-huh. Anybody have uh-huh. that experience of changing uh-huh. yourself for others? And then did they uh-huh. still don't? Uh-huh. 
<laughs> okay, thank you. There y'all are. I'm glad to know that you've all had this experience with me. So this weekend, and I'm going to make this as general as I can, but it's still an experience that occurred for me. Somebody brought to my attention that they heard from somebody that I left them feeling badly, that I had made them feel like I was too busy to give them my time. And that's all I tell And it was a year ago that it occurred. And I'm going to tell you that that made me feel bad because it's never my intention to make people feel bad. But having this background of people telling me I'm forceful, I'm opinionated, I'm rough, I'm this, I'm that. Okay, I accepted it. Like, I know that's true. It's just not what I intend. So I asked the person to ask the person to contact me and let me make amends. And when they did, I explained that it's never my intention, that I'm not an effusive kind of person. I don't speak in flowery sentences. It's just not my way. It's not that I don't think it. I don't, I'm doing better because I do want to be more like that because I want to be more like that. That this is, the situation and what I intended to convey and that if it was a choice between me being clear and precise, they would can count on me to be clear and precise as opposed to saying more loving things, if you know what I mean, and that that's my way of being loving. So I've learned to accept how I can be for some people. I've also chosen not to change anymore i've just chosen to communicate more clearly how i think and what i do and then it's up to them to decide if they want to be in relationship with me and on what i call my strategic attraction plan which is actually the the questions i'm asking phil are part of the strategic attraction planning process i have on my plan that the people I have in my life are people who appreciate the way I am. That doesn't mean they have to be that way, but they appreciate how I am. And I also have that they're loyal and they're honest and they tell me straightforward what they're thinking and we have a fun time engaging and co-creating with each other. I have all of that on my plan. Well, after telling this person this, they completely understood, or at least they told me they completely understood. I hope they they were telling me the truth. And I now will be able to be in relationship with them, and I love the fact that they said something. So I had the opportunity to explain. Because a year ago, I wasn't explaining the way I am now. So did did any of that make sense or resonate with you at all? Yes, uh... Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Did it resonate? And, folks, it looks like I'm not sure what's happening with my phone, but before I lose you all, I'm going to just switch to another extension and count on the fact that this one's going to be better. Okay. There we go. I don't have beeping in my ear now. And um, can you all still hear me? Yes. 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 Okay, good. Yes. yes. 
Okay. So, anyone, did that open anything up for anyone else on the call? Casey, this is Neha. Yes. Um, I am feeling a little resistance in my body. Uh, I feel that this is great for planning for the future. And what happens if I'm working with somebody that I don't like? And I don't like the decisions he or she makes. I don't like anything about the, the environment that they're creating. And they're bothering me. So how do I, instead of planning for the future, how do I change? Can this help me right now? Great question. So, Phil, I'm okay with you if I switch over and start working with Neha on this? you think this might help you too? By all means, go for it. Okay. Well, first off, the law of attraction is always about bringing to us from the future what we want to have now, Neha. So the first thing is that is what we're here to talk about is how do we explore what we're experiencing now to shift how it's going to be in the future. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. The second is exactly the situation that we're talking about today, this hack of recognizing that whatever we have now or have recently had is based upon what we chose to explore, experiment with, play with. So you explored, experimented, or played with doing something that wound up attracting this person to you. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And without going into too much detail and gossip and backbiting, you know what it is that you agreed to do to explore, experiment, play, and discover. So you've discovered as a result of that experiment that you're now with somebody that you don't enjoy. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Well, using the strategic attraction planning process, and I'm going to tell everybody else about more specifically in a moment, but using some of the questions that I've already asked Phil is, Neha, what would you rather have? Rather than focusing on what you don't like about this person. What can you now focus on that when you attract people into your future, what you would want as a result of this person? So just give me one quality that you'd want instead of what you have now. Uh, integrity. I would like the person to have a higher integrity or moral standard. A moral standard that's similar to yours? Because what do you mean yes. by higher? Higher than what? Um, I guess I'm comparing to what I have right now. So in compared to what I'm seeing, yeah, well, how do like, you know? You know? It's really what you're really saying is you want this person to have a moral standard that's similar to yours. Wouldn't you say that? That's yes. more specific. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, yes, great. Then just say that. You want a moral standard that's, okay. What else? What else would you change about this person if you could? Uh, that they are not narcissistic. What would they be instead? Because you just did exactly what everybody does. That's the mistake. They wouldn't be narcissistic. What, uh, that is what you want to change. I asked you that. But what do you want instead? Um, that they are good-hearted people who are there for being good, creating good for other people. Okay, they create good for other people. So 
here's the gift that this person's just giving you. It's just two gifts of many more that they could probably give you if you use this process the way I've just shown you. The gift is you got something. You played, you experimented, you explored. You discovered, oh, when I do this, this is the kind of person I attract. Okay, what did I not stay focused on before that I want to be sure I focus on now? That's that person's gift to you, to show up and show you what you haven't been asking for. Does that make sense to you, Neha? It does make sense, and my brain still says, what do I do about this person? Well, I haven't gotten there yet. Can you, okay, breathe. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I understand. I haven't gotten there yet. But does it make sense to you that first off, this person's just giving you two gifts? Yes, it does. Okay, good. Now, I'm going to use the same example of San Diego and New York. If I want to get to New York, and I'm in San Diego, and I don't do anything to prepare myself to get to New York, okay, I don't, I want to live there. And so I'm not researching what it's going to cost to live there. I'm not researching transportation. I'm not researching areas. What's the likelihood, if all I'm doing is focusing my attention on San Diego, what's the likelihood that I'm ever going to get to New York and be able to stay and live there? You'll stay in San Diego. You will not get to New York. Yeah. So can you draw a comparison or correlation yes. between what okay what what did you just get that uh first off um i have to take action to move myself away from the current situation and i have to draw out the map of where i would like to be and that's that's the way I do it is I recognize the qualities that didn't work for me and do the opposite or write down the opposite qualities that do work for me so that I can make a an intentional transition from where I am to where I intend to be. Right. And so, then take action on that. Beautiful. And I love that concept of the map, and we're going to come back to it in a moment. That's it. This is the mistake that most people make is they've played, explored, discovered, they got something, and they harp on the fact that they got something they didn't want, and that's where they stop, right there. If you keep focusing on how much you don't like this person, they're going to stay in your life making you miserable over and over and over again because that's the energy that you say you want to interact with. If When they do things that you don't like, you look at that and think to yourself, I want this instead. I'm going to imagine and envision this person. I'm going to make it up in my mind because, you know, the mind doesn't know the difference between reality and make-believe. Scientists have proven this. Your body will react the same way to a real circumstance as it will to an imagined one. The more that you imagine life being the way you want to be, the more things shift around you, and there will be a release. I'm not saying this person is going to change. 
Every once in a while they do, but I don't count on that happening. They get to do however they want to do it. I only met them because I wasn't clear and I wound up in their path. The more clear I become, one of two things always happens. It's either this or this. Either that person releases themselves from me, not that they change in themselves, that they just get moved out of my environment, or I get moved. Like the universe just comes along and takes me where I choose to go. Either way, the situation's improved, and very quickly. And I've been teaching this process for more than 20 years, and I have yet in 20 years' time for anyone, all the thousands of people who have read both of my books, all the thousands of people I've coached, not one person has ever come back to me and said, if they actually did the process, that their situation did not shift very quickly. There's, there's the requirement. You have to do the process. And the process is four simple questions. The first question is, what are the qualities that I want in the people that I attract into my life? Every one of them. What are the qualities? The second is, what's the most important thing in the world to me? What is my absolute most important thing? And if I'm involved with somebody and they don't appreciate that, that's a deal breaker. So, Phil, would you say that maybe some of these people turned out to be, not be telling you the truth about wanting to support you and what's the most important thing in the world to you? Correct. Yep. That's where we can never sell out. The minute we sell out on the most important thing in the world to us, some people call that a core value, our top core value, everyone else will sell out around us, and then our lives will be miserable. So getting clear on what that is. Third question is, who do I intend to be and what do I intend to achieve? Long, long list of who I intend to be in the world and what I intend to achieve. And the fourth question is, what am I putting my attention and energy into? Who am I putting my attention and energy into as well that's taking me off my path? That's the map, Neha, that you just talked about. How do you feel about that? I feel good. It it makes sense to to uh, concentrate on what I intend to create and stop concentrating on what is already, what has already been created. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Again, that's the whole idea. Stop trying to fit ourselves into, if we're square pegs, into round holes. Start attracting more round holes. Or, excuse me, That was the wrong. I'm going to step back. If we're a square peg, let's start attracting more square holes. There are plenty of people out there for us to engage with, hundreds of millions and billions of people. We would not have enough time in our lifetimes to engage with that many people directly. So when people say to me, am I being too specific? I have to laugh and say, well, I hope so, because you want to be able to, 
<laughs> attract only the people that are most perfect for you, and there's plenty of them out there. You just haven't met them because they're in New York and you're in San Diego. All that's the reason. So, Neha, would you like to know more about the mapping process? Yes, absolutely. All right. Phil, interested in knowing more about the mapping process? Absolutely. Okay, great. So we have a few minutes left. And I'm just curious, if anybody else is on the line, you don't want to know about the mapping process, I'm just going to say thanks for being with us today. I hope you were able to take something of value away from our conversation today. That's all I ever desire for you. I, if you do want to know more about the mapping process, then hang out on the call because I'm about to tell you more about it. The mapping process is called the strategic attraction planning process. I introduced it in 2001 in my book. I actually was working with many coaching clients long before that, but it was finally convinced to write it into a book, and it was published in 2001. It works so well, the attraction planning process, that it will attract a lot of abundance into your life. First, the abundance of things that you don't want so that you can get clearer what you do, and then the abundance of everything you do want. And take it from me, when it, it's easy to separate what I don't want from what I do want, but when we start getting an abundance of what we do want and then learning how to manage all that success, that's actually more challenging. That's what my second book is about. It takes everything from the first book. It expands upon how do you manage the abundance when it starts coming in so that you're not sitting there being having all that abundance implode on you. And that's she to be achieving your ultimate be-all. And you can learn more about it as well as the strategic attraction planning process at my website, B, that's B-E-N-A-N, attractionmaster.com, B-N, attractionmaster.com. Using the mapping process, the strategic attraction planning process, you will avoid every single one of the 12 mistakes that people make. You'll avoid your mistakes in scheduling. You'll avoid your mistakes in staying stuck on what you've got now that you don't want. You'll avoid your mistakes in how to communicate with people better. You'll avoid your mistakes in um, knowing how to express appreciation and receive appreciation from others. You'll avoid your mistakes in how to keep your energy high and Stop yourself from being affected by other people's bad energy. You get the idea, right? Yes or yes? You all getting the idea of what you'll avoid and what you'll get instead? Yes. 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 Okay. So it's a really simple process. I've already given it to you. Those are the four questions. If you wrote them down, you've got them. Most people find that as simple as they are, it's difficult for them to answer them fully. And so that's why I created uh, my attraction tips. So when you go to beanattractionmaster.com, you can learn about the book. You can get my free attraction tips. Every week I write a tip on how to be more attractive and not be stuck where you are, how to go from the lower vibrations to the higher vibrations of the attraction zone. And that's free. And then while you're also at beanattractionmaster.com, you'll see a short video from me where I talk about my audio coaching program that gives you six sessions 
recorded to watch any time you want for as long as you want for years to come. As I said, I've been teaching the same process for 20 years. It works. And it can be used over and over again, which is what people do. They use the same process for attracting new goals and new people into their life to achieve those new goals. You'll also get a guided workbook from me. So if you're not sure you're understanding the audios correctly, because there's a lot of people who think that they're confused, but they're not. They've just let other people confuse them. So to take the confusion away, I provide a guided workbook with the specific questions and ways to answer those questions, examples. And then as if that wasn't enough, you also have a private sessions with me in our VIP group on Facebook. So rather than private specific phone coaching, which is always available to you if, if you'd like to become one of my clients, I provide training along with the other Attraction Masters in our Attraction Masters VIP group that goes right along with the coaching sessions. You get all of that when you choose the Fastest Attraction Masters program. So to recap, there's the book, Chi to Be, Achieving Your Ultimate Be-All, that takes you very specifically through how to avoid all the mistakes that people make so you don't have to wait for the next 10 months to go through all of these recordings with me, these sessions with me. Uh, You can get the book and start clearing those away right now. You can get my free attraction tips. Whether or not you buy the book, those tips are available for you, and hundreds of them are already archived. So you can go through the archives and take what you need, depending upon whether you want to start for free or start very small on Amazon. With It's less than $20 for the book. And then if you want to really take the fast route, the fastest route using the map, as Neha called it, then that would be the Fastest Attraction Mastery Program. And even that is a really a bargain. I've kept the pricing very, very low for everything that you receive compared to what you would purchase from other people who are out there and ours was the original process and it continues to be the most effective process out there because there is no secret as they say to the law of attraction it's not just sitting around envisioning what you want but then getting into action using those other three questions that will have you stay focused. So I want to say as we close up, Phil, thank you so very much for your authenticity. Neha, thank you for your authenticity. Brenda, thanks for taking notes. Cheryl and Kathy, thank you for your authenticity. It's been a pure joy to be with all of you. Next month we'll explore the third mistake that most people make when they're attempting to use the law of attraction and it's why it's not working for them. Until then, I'm Stacy Hall, and I'm so glad you decided to join me in the highest heights of the attraction zone. Take ter- care, everyone. I'm going to say that again. Take care. Be prosperous. Be well. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.